Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Dougal Fleming, Dougal Alexander Fleming, welcome back to the Foyne Jones Show. Last time we had you on the show, we, we were presented in Dougal no, Fleming number nine Fulham shirt. We were going through your collection of football kits. You were telling me about the best goals you ever scored and you took us on that history of Alistair Fleming. During that tour and during that history, you said about the business being humble, the business learning from the floods and learning from the recession. At that time, neither me nor you nor anyone else in that, in that showroom when we recorded it expected us to be having these type of conversations. Welcome to the Foy and Jones Show Survival Special. How are you, Mr. Fleming? How are the family? Well, thank you very much, Peter. Yeah, we're, uh, we're fighting fit, alive, alive, oh. Um, I didn't mention last time, actually, uh, but Mia is with child. You did mention it. I did mention it to yeah. you. Maybe, was it off? Off camera, off, yeah, it was off recording, off yeah, yeah, but um, so she's still very much with child and she is still very much a midwife and she's still very much, I wouldn't say on the front lines, but she's in the trenches, so she's yeah. still going to work at Worthing Hospital, she's still helping women give birth both at home and in the hospital, and uh, and them, like the rest of us, are kind of dealing with this new normal. Um, but that does mean that, you know, she is going out into the world and encountering, you know, people. And um, I mean, less so now she is she is now working in an office. But uh, but that's how she's doing. And the kids are uh, still popping in and out of nursery every now and then. And I've obviously stepped up a bit more doing a day and a half a week of looking after them. No, we do. Um, they're both learning how to ride their bikes. You know, luckily we live out in the country. I say luckily. Um, we live out in the countryside for a very good reason, so we get space. And um, when we're all supposed to be isolating around lot other people, uh, the countryside has lots of space. So, yeah, we're going out down the farm track and they're doing loops and she's learning how to balance bike and he's I, learning I'm how to almost, pedal. I'm almost getting to your house every day, Dougal, because I'm doing like two or three. Sometimes I run it with, a, with, with Snoop, other times I walk it. But I'm going all the way from my offices along the River Roos up to Hanley. Mm. So, you know, you know the way. I'm, I'm I'm not far from Cooksbridge if I keep going, mate. Do you know what I mean? No, I'll lend you, you a boat one day, Peter. We'll go, orange we'll, juice out for me. Yeah, we'll go out paddling. Um, I, I'm regularly on that river in my boat, so uh, I've got a couple of them. So I'll take you out and you can do it from the water. It's quite the view. We'll do that. We're, uh, we'll record a bit of that, Dougal. I'll tell mm. you what, I'll hold you to that. We're, yeah, uh, yeah. we're two metres apart. Thanks. We'll be on our thing. In fact, I could have you out of your offices and into the water within about 30 seconds, I'd say. You probably could, mate, to be fair. Snoop can do it in 2022, 20, mate, to be honest. <laughs> he don't mind at all. But do you know what? I mean, listen, you know, you're, you're married to a midwife. She's expecting a child. She's going to work. You know, it's times like that you realise what, you know, the NHS and medical staff mean to us as a country and what they do. Um it's been absolutely surreal. I mean, you know, I, I'm not, I'm from West London. I don't live in London anymore. I haven't for a while. But looking at the population there and what people are doing, I'm glad I'm a DFL, mate. I'm glad I'm in Lewis and I'm in Louisiana. Yeah. I've got the countryside around me. But it's tough, isn't it? I mean, what's the impact been like on Alistair Fleming, Dougal? Well, it's, I would say, uh, half-mast. Mm. You know, we've had to take some of the sails down and we're navigating some pretty choppy waters and you don't do that full steam ahead. So we're, um, yeah, we're very much taking it as it comes. I mean, every day seems to be bringing a new normal 
and a new set of challenges. And um, we've got, as I, as I mentioned before, we've got a full order book. We've had a couple of big jobs come in since I last spoke to you. And we seem to continue to get, you know, a few inquiries as well, which is good. Um, but, you know, the workshop uh, isn't isn't fully functional, but it is, you know, there is still um, very, you know, very bits happening. Um, all of our designers are able to st still design from home. And we are making whatever progress we can within what we think the government are recommending that businesses do mm. and obviously completely changing all of our basic practices in order to stay very respectful and very sensitive towards the advice around how to prevent the spread of this thing so so not being in physical contact with one another and making sure we wash our hands and don't touch our faces and you know all of that and um yeah, it's throwing up a lot of challenges and uh, what personally the way I deal with these things is to understand that which I can control mm. and that which I can't control and if I can't control it I don't worry about it Yeah, because you can do laps in your head worrying about things that you have no influence over so we just want to make sure that our staff are one safe mm. and two happy with everything that they're doing and um, and then large part of what Alistair and I have been doing is understanding how much we need to operate whether we have that if we need to get more money in and ensuring the the future of the business mm. uh, the immediate future the sort of um, six months potential loss of earnings mm. uh, that's what the that's what the sort of banks are saying is to be pre prepared for a six month loss of earnings and if your business keeps going through that period with no rates and with the grants that are available and and furloughing and whatever else might you might need to do, how much does that cost your business and how do you go about doing it? So um, that's been filling my days over the last. It's, couple a, of it's a minefield, isn't it? I mean, we, we <laughs> from the Point Jones perspective, we went. Mm. I, I went through a process of kind of denial to you know, is this really happening? So so once you know you you realise it is happening. Then, you know, your, your defense mechanisms come in and you're like, OK, so what's my business going to look like in three months time and six months time? Um, I think the, the, the effectively the closing of the pubs and the restaurants and then the, the lockdown we're, we're looking at now or the restriction of travel as such. Um, it's given that, I think, a little bit of calmness and, and clarity of thought where we know for three weeks, you know, this is what we're going to go through. It, it, it will probably be extended. But the effect, I think, on my trading will be you're looking at a probably six, nine, 12 months plus recovery in terms of when businesses are going to, to recruit how we believe they will recruit again. I think the game will change. I think that, you know, we, we've been a pioneer, I guess, in our sector of video technology. You know, we've been rocking and rolling with it for three yeah. years. So so having these type of conversations, not new to me. Um, recording them to put them on a podcast, yeah, that's slightly different because I prefer doing it face to face. But we've done them, we've done them virtually before. But we use this as power of introduction, and you know, talking to the average job seeker in our sector, whether that be for a builder's merchant, you know, or for, for it be for a you know luxury design showroom like yours. Sometimes mm. when you introduce them to technology and you say, right, okay, the first stage you've got to click on this, and we're going to talk on camera. There's a bit of shock and horror. Um, yeah. 
in a couple of months' time, no one's going to be scared. Everyone's going to know what Teams are, what Zoom is, what Skype is, what this is and whatever. And you kind of realise that that's going to be the future. Um, we've we've encouraged, I've encouraged, you know, remote working, flexible working, creative hours, you know, because we need to talk to people when they're not at work. At the moment, we've got the best captive audience we could ever dream of in terms of candidates, you know, people that may want jobs. But we've got the worst market ever known in my lifetime in terms of employability and options. So where do you go? What do you do? We're, we're doing some really good redundancy support packages. We're offering them to people at no cost to them. Um, I've got like weekly webinars that I'm running where we just share advice. We network. We talk to people about how they can engage and connect with people, you know, market mm. themselves while they're asleep by, 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 by putting their profiles, better, get better profiles on LinkedIn and, you know, really working that way. That's been good. Might have to give me some advice as well, though, Peter. Mate, I've been giving people advice to do on how to prepare for a video interview. You know, what, yeah. what to do just to talk. And yeah. getting getting people in a situation where they talk and they share their feelings is really important. And we're inviting businesses and employers, regardless if they're recruiting now or not in the future, to mm. come on and just talk to job seekers about what they look for, what buttons, what, what inspires them during that process. Because you've got to try and give people hope and you've got to try and try and be positive. But just to summarise mm. then, the, the Alistair Fleming team are fit, healthy and well. Um, mm. you're, the designers are working remotely. The, the production's kind of almost stopped, but you're, you're, you're looking for that, you know, when we're going to go again. Have you had jobs stopped or cut or orders cancelled or have you been able to ride that out? We haven't had any orders cancelled and we have had sites postponed, as you can imagine. Yeah. And we are assessing whether they are safe and we are assessing our clients' needs and we are assessing what our staff are happy to do. And, you know, we're, on, we're sensitive to the fact that at any day, you know, we might go on full lockdown. Yeah. But you know taking each taking each day as it comes really as i say most of our clients um have you know gone ahead uh well the, what, the ones that we have that are active we've all been in close contact with them and reassuring them that you know we'll, we will deliver on what we've signed what they've signed up for and there were a handful of others who are kind of on the on the brink of signing off on designs and so we're making those designs look as good as we can and being as clear as we can uh, whilst obviously you know trading in an uncertain environment so um you know it's it because we don't have many clients we're able to be very hands-on and really sensitive to whatever their situation might be and be very honest and very open about where we are yeah that that, that honesty and integrity and communication is really important now isn't it it's interesting how um, it's easy to try to try to communicate half truths or to use sentences which don't have certain words in. But this isn't what Alistair does. You know, my dad is such an honest man, and it's really all about telling the truth to our to our staff and to our clients, mm. and. Um, and making sure we do that in the simplest and, and most effective way. So um, yeah, we've we've had lots of meetings on on Zoom 
which has come from nowhere. I'd never even heard of Zoom before <laughs> this whole thing came out. Skype was the last time I had a video caller yeah. but, uh, or FaceTime. But uh, no, we, we're having regular meetings. We're all up to speed with where we all, each other are. And are you, are you talking are. to any of your customers through Zoom or any video platform? I think we might have had one. One of our designs might have spoken to one. And that's like the next step, isn't it? You know, you can you can get you can nail it internally. You know, you see people wearing silly hats at certain times and wearing <laughs> keep it interesting. You know, you know, you see the big teams and whatever. But but for me, it's kind of you know from a from a from your perspective to actually turn this technology around and actually start using it to to you know you're always checking in with your clients and the sites, but to actually say here I am, let's do it on camera is. It is a bit of a game changer for lots of businesses. In episode four, Dougal, Richard Hibbert of KSL um, and chairperson of the KBSA and, I may add, Mr. Fleming, lifelong Ipswich Town fan. So apart from the... Um, None of us are perfect. Apart from the Sir Bobby Robson banter, which all full of an Ipswich Town fans will have forever, um, we spoke. he spoke about how he's now using the technology, not just to motivate his staff, but to talk to clients, you know, do, do working through some of the designs and actually showing some of the renders and stuff like that through video. And that's, that's, that's a game changer for him. They've not done that before. Do you see that coming into your world? Yeah, I see. I could, I could, you know, I, do, I think I've thought about this. I mean, I'm dwelt on it too much because, you know, we are, you know, the, uh, above the water is calm, but below the surface legs are kicking and we are doing lots of work and, on on the new normal but uh, i have thought about how this can affect us going forward and how we could use the technology that are out there and once we all become comfortable with it um i did go to kbb and i saw the foyne jones clan knocking around kbb which is very good to see them um, well, minus one personality they were minus one significant personality yeah. peter it was a shame to hear that you were unwell and weren't my, there, my, but... my, my emotional sort of unwellness and uh, pushing myself too hard and my chest infection that, that... I've forgotten. I mean, that's that quite yeah. nothing in, in what's happening at the moment, mate. Do you know what I mean? Well, you might have just built up a bit of immunity to it. You never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm. But um, I mean, I have to say, actually, I was at the Novi stand while Callum Callum Church was interviewing Colin Wong, and uh, he slotted into your mighty boots as though he'd been wearing them all his life. I think he's had a season or two watching you do it. And, mate, he'll uh, definitely he'll definitely leave this bit in. He won't. He won't. He won't. <laughs> as he this should. Bit out but you know, you know, Peter, it's you know, when you give young people the chance to do something like that, they rise right up to the challenge. And Claire was there as well. And um, you know, it was one of those moments where it's just like playing football. You know, you can be the young lad and, and you're on the bench and you're on the bench and you're on the bench and you're getting tired of being on the bench and you know you can do something when you get on the pitch and and there he is, suddenly he's starting He's in the starting eleven as you interview your, you know, your celebrity designer, and, 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 um, and he slotted it home, mate. Bottom corner. Yeah. I yeah. haven't heard it yet, but I yeah. uh, look forward he's, to it. He's, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get him to send you the because um, he's done a great one of Colin cooking and stuff like that. So I'll get I'll get him to send you that, mate, because that's uh, mm. there's some really good stuff. But Callum's Callum's working from home at the moment. He's he's safe in Worthing. The churches are all okay. Um, we talk two or three times a day. I. I, I take I take crazy selfie videos when I'm out walking Snoop up there, and I go, Callum, Callum, can you do something with this? And he goes, What do you want me to do with it? And I don't know, just and you know, but we're keeping we're keeping talking. I mean, you know, I, I have to be positive. I have to be optimistic. Only in recruitment company, what's happened with this crisis has had a catastrophic effect on my business. 
that's not as important as the health and welfare of my family, of the country, of the society. And, you know, I'll go again. We'll get over it. And whatever will be, Foyne Jones will come out of this, maybe leaner, maybe meaner, maybe smaller, maybe bigger. But we'll continue doing what we do. I was going to say, it sounds like you've sounds like you've got some really good ideas actually and actually and when the dust is up in the air as it is and if you're able to stay active and stay entrepreneurial as you are when it all settles i'm sure that you'll you'll find yourself in a good strong place because you know essentially you're keeping those ties and those links out into the industry you know you're gaining your knowledge at a time when things are tight and and I mean, from a from a global perspective, everything's up in the air. You know, from a government perspective, it's interesting that this Tory government that we have, which is so often linked with, you know, money and benefits for the for the super wealthy, at the expense of the masses, is now implementing the most socialist policies, yeah. uh, emergency policies that have ever been announced, and whether they end up being the right thing or not remains to be seen. But it is interesting that, that they've realised that universal credit and, you know, and grants to keep people through these next tricky weeks and, you know, zero interest loans are all available and all out there. Um, I, I'm not going to profess to understand what the uh, repercussions of that will be, but it is a case of, uh, you know, if, 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 if you do take all of that, um, into account then we'll all survive we're not going to die of starvation i don't think many of us are going to die of coronavirus mm. there's a whole load of panic that people will and i don't think we will i think we'll actually find that if you trust yourself if you trust your body you might get it and feel ill you might not get it but if you get it and die it's likely that you're over 70 and you're a man mm. because it's a high percentage of men that are dying it's a high percentage of people who are over 70 and you know for that reason i'm not worried about getting it and I'm not worried about dying. And I know that lots of people are, and I'm sensitive to that. Mm. Um, you know, I know plenty of people who I love dearly who are really, really scared about getting it. And I hear that, and, and I try and reassure them as much as possible. But obviously it means nothing, because I'm not an epidemiologist. It's quite funny how many armchair epidemiologists have emerged. Oh, mate, oh, mate, she, 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 Sheila, Sheila from Facebook or whatever, you know. I mean, the, yeah. the, the experts have come out everywhere. I think, I think we, have to, we have to trust our scientists. We have to, we have to believe that we will, we will battle through it. I think just, you know, I want to go back to something, though. Let's talk about where we live and the area we're from. Um, how, what, you mean the centre of the cosmos? Yeah, yeah, the centre of your cosmos, mate. And I thought <laughs> it was the centre of mine, but the centre of your cosmos. I, I'm, I'm a proud Louisian now. Um, isn't it weird at the moment, Dougal? I've never seen it quite like this, but it's actually, you know, the, the rhythm on the high street and in the streets has changed. There's less people, but there are still lots of people. Mm. It's not it's not quiet. Everyone's sort of keeping a respectful distance and giving a kind of knowing nod and a wink. Uh, but it is almost po post-apocalyptic in some regards. And as I say, I've been out in, in the countryside and so haven't, uh, been buried right in the middle of town and I'm very grateful for that right now because it's you know it, you can't move around the town very easily but where I am in the in the countryside I can I can get on my bike I can go for a loop and I can go and do a circuit I can go do two miles 10 miles 20 miles on my bike I can put the kids in the trailer 
they can sit behind me and, and we can do a loop and there's no cars on the roads um so it, it is very unusual i mean most of the shops on the high street now are closed um there's only a couple that are serving food that are still open a couple of takeaways that are still open incidentally one of my very good friends mr jacob todd runs a business called the feature kitchen which if you live anywhere around lewis and brighton i recommend having a look at the feature kitchen uh, like grandma's recipes delivered to your door different chef from around the world each month and irma's kitchen just down the road on the end there by the um, by our old showroom she's doing it this month for the last week so friday saturday night you can get Irma's food, which is that's utterly that's delicious, that's delivered that's to your door. Stuff, it? Did you make it? Exactly. Yeah. Caribbean food Caribbean uh, with an Anglo twist. And um, she's actually um, initially from South America, and um, but has that Caribbean yeah. Caribbean flair to her food. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, so there's, it's interesting. There are entrepreneurial projects out there. There's the Lewis Food Cooperative who are coming together to offer all the different types of food that people within that industry are offering um catcher and tails feature kitchen seven sisters spices you know all these food entrepreneurs locally are kind of clubbing together um which is a really interesting interesting development and i think that's what's happening is people are realizing that you, you're stronger together yeah essentially and and i hope it deepens the ties within our community because as you say you know we're, we're louisians and that is a, a broad reaching term in some regards and yet we can all feel pretty segregated and all feel like we're all living our separate lives within it but this will tie us all together just like the floods did you know as a mm. sort of uh, that was a almost well in that specific year quite louisian thing but as you say the economic crash of 2008 tied everyone together as well and, and this is one of those times I think I'm very optimistic know, we'll get it, through it. You're fighting an invisible enemy. We're yeah. an invisible enemy. We've not had a a a situation like this since we've been at been at war. Uh, and by war, I mean I mean World War Two, yeah, World War One. Um, but even World War One and World War Two, other than the bombings, you know, they were fought at a distance. They were fought overseas. They were fought elsewhere. Um, we weren't, we, you know, for the love of God, we weren't invaded. So it wasn't a home fixture. No, you know, it wasn't, mate. We played away, weren't we? And if mm. you look at the ones in my lifetime, you know, the Falklands was a long way away, the Iraq, Iraq war, Afghanistan after 9 11, you know, they were all over there. So you, I guess, you know, I, I grew up a lot through the, through the bombings in London for the IRA. And, you know, you, you, that, that was always on the back of your mind in certain certain events at certain times. But right now, you're we're fighting something that's invisible. You you've got to care for your family. You've got to care for for other people in your communities. You know, like yourself, I've had to make sure my staff are okay. So so we are working remotely. Uh, we're in contact as best we can. Our challenge, Dougal, is really keeping people busy and giving them something to do because when the wells of recruitment a ground to a halt and i think it's a temporary halt it's not a long-term halt we've got to be thinking of other things we can do to keep going so i'm gonna come into your wisdom dougal you know you're a you're, you're an intelligent man you're educated you speak lots of languages what i want to know is can you share with me some of the secrets that keep it's keeping you positive at the moment maybe your maybe your top three tips for our <laughs> listeners dougal. all right number one that we can all do is be a bit more ignorant I think if anyone out there can genuinely tell me wholeheartedly they trust the media and enjoy receiving the news on this, 
are, are we looking into the face of a liar? Because the media are the they're the real culprits here in, in terms of fear, spreading the fear and the panic. So ignorance is bliss in this regard. Knowing too much is probably not a good thing unless you really unless it matters to you and your business. A little bit of ignorance goes a long way here. So well, I tell you something, Google. I'm pretty I'm pretty ignorant at the moment of how the furlough working scheme's going to work. <laughs> I tell you that. Uh, well, I can send you I can send you an A4 document from Locate East Sussex. They've just sent me something. It's very handy, actually. Furlough is an American term. It's not an English word. That's uh, I've never heard of it until two weeks ago. No, exactly. All these words that are coming into our yeah. our uh, lexicon. Gosh, so um, number one, ignorance is bliss. What's number two, Dougal? Well, it's sorry, it, um, cutting off from the media, I would say, okay. or limiting your exposure to the media on this, because although there are very, you know, you can trust certain channels and you can distrust other channels ultimately the most important thing for me is to actually like feel it you know feel it in in your heart in your head and think where what is this how am i actually vulnerable and 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 is it the scariest thing in the world because it's not it's a virus this is how populations get herd immunity you know there's a lot of people clambering for a vaccine and you know, we don't even know what this is, let alone start injecting it into ourselves yet. Mm. And if it mutates, then injecting it into us isn't going to make a blind bit of difference. So before we know what we're dealing with, let's not clamber for a vaccine or anything like that. So, you know, it's I think it's a case of, you know, slowing down. Mm. The first opportunity that I have ever had as an adult, especially in proper work, I mean, we haven't even touched on the fact that I spent a decade as an outdoor instructor. Nearly, oh, we're going uh, to finish with that, mate, because I'll bring you down by, Britain, by the bridge in a minute, mate, and we're off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could I could bring a couple of kayaks down, Peter. I as you do. That. There's no one else I'm going to get on this <laughs> podcast, right? It's going to go, you know what, Peter? I'll just swing by with a couple of kayaks and off we go. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just I'll just just wait until the tides are on their way yeah. in. So, so number one, we're going to limit our exposure. We're going to believe what we want to believe, and we're going to feel it and take a step back. Yeah. Um, number two is is then exercise, uh, and I just see a woman jogging down the high street there as a as they go. So yeah, just you know, however it might be, if you're stuck in your house and you can't go out, then you know, do your do your yoga, fitness training regime there. You know, keep your body sharp because. It's so intrinsically linked to your mind that yeah. if, if you're not, if you, you know, normally on a Monday to Friday, we're so busy with work that we don't get to consider how we exercise. And so for me, it's a, it's a big one, keeping, keeping uh, strong, keeping fit. Um, and, and then I guess the most important thing is our planet has needed us to do this for a long time. And the gears of industry have carried on grinding because we all need to get paid and the economic model that we all live in requires perpetually being fed and growth and development and more and more and more. And this to me, in what I feel, is nature just saying, I've asked you, I've given you all the signs for years and years now that I'm really sick. And I need you guys to just slow down, please. And we've been like, yeah, 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 nature. Yeah, 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 we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We, we, we're all being more eco. I've changed the light bulbs. We can do it. You know, oh, I've, I've stopped using oil. We've gone on to 
you know, hydro or whatever it might be. And really, what we need to do is just every now and then stop. And it feels to me like we need like two weeks of isolation just, a year just, in order to like, stop. You know, a bit like an, on, an on off button, Dougal, where we just need to go like on off, yeah. reset. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Power down, power up. Exactly that. And, and you know, like the, the skies are clear of planes. And I live underneath the Gatwick flight path down to Europe. I can't count how many planes that go by my house in a day. But over the last week, I've seen a maximum of 20. I'm going to give you, little, is... I'm going to give you a little flight path story, Dougal. I grew up in Lancaster Court, Fulham, on Fulham Road, Fulham Broadway. And we was on the old Heathrow flight path, mate. And when the uh, Concord <laughs> used to go over, my then sideboard used to rock, mate. The old thing <laughs> used to go. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I hear you, mate. I hear you. But we, uh, they, they made, they moved the Heathrow flight path slightly, Heathrow flight path slightly, and we got away with it. But so let me summarize, you know, limit your exposure is number one because you know, For the media. There's too much going on. So limit your exposure and, and look into what you need to look into, believe what is right for you. Um, exercise the body, exercise the mind, stay active, stay fit. And number three, you know, from your perspective and from the world's perspective, the planet might need this. Maybe we all need to just power up, power off for a few weeks and power back on. Yeah, I mean, it's my sister is, is um, she's a very intelligent person and she's a very kind of deep thinker about all of this. And she's saying that whenever we have these sorts of moments, you can measure metrics in our society and understand so much of it based on on what happens when economic activity is stopped like when the volcanoes in iceland erupted and we had sort of four or five days of of grinding to a halt yeah, with many different it, it, industries a few days before fulham's europa league final in hamburg Dougal. i just thought <laughs> there, but yeah no, listen. Where, I, I, where were you when Fulham had their Europa League quarterfinal? Ne nearly mate, stuck in Mallorca, mate. Nearly stuck in Mallorca because I was uh, I was flying from Malaga to Mallorca to Hamburg. Long story, but uh, anyway, we made it. We were there, and uh, we were so close. But listen, this is what this is what I'm kind of sharing with people in terms of what we can do. You know, the obvious is we can stay at home, we can keep our distance, we've got to respect social distancing, and we've got mm. to we've got to stop spreading this disease. Um, of course, we've got to look, protect our family. We've got to look after our friends. You can use this time, whether it's online or offline, whether it's old fashioned through the phone or through, through the, the, the new world of social media. We connect with people. We can use podcasts like this to try and inspire others. I agree with you. Exercise your body, expire, expire, exercise your body and mind. And for me, share your feelings because it's actually good to talk. And some of the conversations mm. I've had with my clients business owners that are going through some of the pain and some of the some of the challenges I'm going through, you put the phone down thinking, well, I've listened to them for a while. They've listened to me. We're in it together. We will come yeah. out the other side. So, Dougal, yeah. Alexander Fleming, thank you for coming on the Foy Jones Show again. Um, when do I get my wetsuit on, mate? When are we hitting the water? Uh, when the good times, when the sun's back, please. You right, might mate. need a wetsuit. I'll, I'll hold that to you in three weeks, mate. Listen, thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show. Massive pleasure, Peter. Ramundo Jones. I Please. wish you all the best. Sir. Top man, top man. So that's the end of the show. We're Foyne Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because together we will get through this.